Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan. Glad to be here. Glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please share it with all of your friends. Happy Thanksgiving to one and all. It's my favorite holiday. Great time for family and friends and a lot of sports, mainly football. This episode of Talking Sports with TK, Sports Takes with Trey Blossman. I'll be joined by Trey. We'll talk about the college football playoff rankings, the LSU Tigers sitting at number five. We'll play the what-if game with a lot of the Tigers stuff and the other teams up there. Rivalry weekend, lots of college football talk for you. And then Trey's got some comments on the load management situation in the NBA, in particular the Golden State Warriors at the New Orleans Pelicans this past Monday night. What a joke that was, something the NBA's got to address. We'll get into that. So lots of football, a little bit of NBA on this episode of Sports Takes. Hey, if you like to bet football, college or pro, Check out MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. It's the hottest, newest website. Sports consultants who you buy a pick. If it's not a winner, you get your money back. You can't lose. MeatAndPotatoesUSA.com. Check it out. Let's hear a message from our podcast host, Anchor, and we'll be back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman. It's time for Sports Takes. I'm Tommy Chrysan, and you are listening to Talking Sports with TK. Stay tuned. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And you were talking sports with TK. Again, I am Tommy Chrysan, about to be joined by Trey Blossman. We wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. It's a long weekend, great time for family and friends. Hope it's a good one for you. Also a great time for a lot of football, among other sports that are going on. Trey Blossman, good afternoon. How are you? Doing fine, Tommy. Sitting outside. It's a beautiful day. Holiday coming up. One of my favorites, Thanksgiving. Right. And I tell you, just for those that maybe don't know, Trey is on the North Shore, about 30, 40 minutes north of New Orleans, and I'm in Baton Rouge. And it's a beautiful day here as well, although the traffic is nuts. I was out in the last oh, couple hours. Oh, the last two days here, it's been unbearable, Tommy. I had, yeah, to, go well, out, I had I, to go out yesterday and today, and it was really, really bad. I mean, if you don't have a helicopter, you might as well just stay home. I mean, that's the way yeah, I look at yeah. it. But, uh, I hear you. hey, Tuesday night, the College Football Playoff Ranking Committee put out the rankings, and lo and behold, LSU sitting at number five. Wow. Here's my thoughts on that, and then we'll get yours, Trey Blossman. The committee's got a habit of not moving people down unless you give them a reason to move you down, such as losing to A&M. But – LSU can control their own destiny. Here's my recipe. If they beat A&M by more than two touchdowns, okay, you can't win with overtime or a field goal at the buzzer or block a kick at the buzzer. You got to show them that you're much better than A&M, who's terrible, okay? It's A&M's big, big game. They got no postseason, no bowl game. So they, they, you would think if they give it their best shot, they will, but they don't have the horses to hang with LSU. And Brian Kelly knows what's at stake. So if LSU can beat A&M by more than two touchdowns on the road, conference win, and then knock off Georgia, which I don't think is impossible, and we'll talk about that next week, they're going to be in the playoff. They're not going to tell an SEC champion, even though they got two losses, that you can't go to the playoffs, all right? 
you know, a lot's got to happen with Ohio, Michigan State. If that's a close game, neither one of them teams will fall much. TCU, a lot of people don't believe they're as good as some people think they are, uh, as their record says they are. So LSU is in a spot where most teams wish they could be. Control your own destiny, and I think that if they take care of business, they'll end up in the playoff. Now, if they they beat A&M, lose to Georgia, uh, chance they're in the Sugar Bowl, chance they're in the Cotton Bowl against Tulane. They've never played Tulane in a bowl game. That could be interesting. Tulane has a big Friday contest at Cincinnati try to put them in their conference championship game. But it's rivalry week all leading up to the conference championships next week. Starting Thursday uh, with Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Thursday night, bunch of Friday action. It's going to be a fun college football weekend. Oh, absolutely. Great weekend. This is a hard weekend to get much work done, Tommy. You know, I I work at home, and I try and do a little work every day. I don't put in any 12-hour days, but – even on the weekends, I try and put in two or three hours. This weekend's going to be hard to get me to sit down at the computer, <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, you mentioned LSU number five, right, right where they should be. But let's discuss how many Tiger fans really thought this team would ever get to number five this season. Not as the season progressed. I'm talking about at the beginning of the season, before we played Florida State on September the 4th, how many Tiger fans do you think thought we would be in this position? I, you know, Tommy, there'll be a few people that say they did, but nobody in their right mind could have ever thought that Brian Kelly could have pieced together a team this year, starting with 39 scholarship players last January in a bowl game, and be the number five team in the country, a team that controls its own destiny. And we will talk about this next week, but I think there's a real chance to beat Georgia, which I did not think a month ago. Well, I'll say this. You know, you always get that segment of LSU fans that think they're going 12-0 every year to go shut everybody out, okay? That's foolish, but they, they do exist. But I think the number of people that realistically thought this in August is zero, okay? Because yeah, here's I how too. I would measure that. Here's how I would measure it. All right, would you have put three mortgage payments on the line that they would be number five on Thanksgiving Day? And I don't think there'd be anybody that would have done that. Well, Tommy, I don't have a mortgage, but to your point, no, I, nobody would do that. <laughs> but anyway, so it's, it's, it's great for Brian Kelly. It's great for LSU. By the way, LSU men's and women's basketball teams are both 5-0. and And the men are in action tonight. Uh, I know, and the men's bar. team playing tonight in the uh, Cayman Classic with yeah, and, uh, and the women are playing in TV. the movie. Some, some, somebody you got to pay for it. You buy a package on the internet or something. Yeah, it's, yeah. Foolish, it's yeah. foolish, okay? But then the women are playing in the Bahamas. I mean, it's a good time to be an LSU basketball player. They're both in the islands somewhere in the tropics. I mean, that's kind of <laughs> cool. But, uh, you know, but rivalry week, big game for Tulane, as I mentioned. Lots of big games and lots of conferences and and it's going to be fun. It's going to be interesting. And then next week, the table will get set for all the conference championship games. And many of the teams, including LSU Georgia, are already set. But there's some, still some things that got to happen. So I've said this on Sports Shorts Daily uh, this morning in the video with Ronnie Rance and I, although Hunter McCann was filling in for Ronnie. He's on a cruise. And uh, uh, that must be a really big boat because Ronnie's a big guy. But uh, anyway, um, I, I, I said this, I mean, it always has a way of sorting itself out. I mean, you're never going to end up with eight teams 12-0. and 0. You're never going to end up with six teams 12-0. and 0. 
And in this case, this year, you, you know, you can't have – they got four right now, and either Michigan or Ohio State's going to lose Saturday morning. So, hey, let it sort out and enjoy the heck out of it. It's fun. And uh, there'll be a surprise or two, and there'll be a lot of what you thought was going to happen. Tommy, let me ask you a, a what if. Ohio State and Michigan numbers two and three. What if they split the two games coming up, the game this weekend and the conference championship game next weekend? What What if Ohio State wins this weekend and Michigan wins the championship game? Do both of those teams get in the playoffs, you think? Well, whoever wins will be at the championship game, and it's not against each other. It looks like Iowa will come from the West, and either one of these oh, teams will okay. beat them That's by my, my, my each, one of, each one of these teams will beat them by 40. Now, here's what you need for Ohio State and Michigan if you're an LSU fan. You need one team to win clearly by more than two touchdowns and really just you know, show they're clearly playing better football. If you get a tight game or a field goal with a buzzer or overtime, them teams aren't going to drop too far. Okay, they, I mean, right. they're playing right. two, two, three, respectively. But let's just say Ohio State wins, you know, 34 to 10. Michigan's done. Okay, they got no shot. They'll be in a nice full game. But, I, again, LSU fans, the only thing that's important is Texas A&M come Saturday night on the road. Be, I've talked to a ton of people, Trey, Tiger fans that are head of the college station. They'll probably outnumber Aggie fans uh, on Saturday over there, especially with the importance of this game. Well, Tommy, I don't know if you saw a picture of Kyle Field last week. And, of course, it wasn't a big game. It wasn't LSU. It wasn't a rivalry. But I don't think they had 2,000 people in the stands last week. Uh, it was laughable. Texas, it was laughable. It really wasn't. Certainly, LSU didn't draw much of a crowd last week either, but it was a lot bigger than Texas A&M's was. Uh, you had mentioned TCU earlier. I think TCU's a pretender, Tommy. I, I don't think that football team is the fourth best team in the country. And the reason I say that, I don't think that conference is very good at this point in time. Uh, well, you know, that TCU has been squeaking out some wins. They're winning close games for the most part. They've, you know, they've got a decent offense, and they've put up enough numbers to get some separation in a few games, but they have played a lot of close games. Well, here's another measuring stick. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, LSU would all be double-digit favorites against TCU, even if the game was in Fort Worth, okay? I so, that, totally to, to me, that's a measuring stick, you know, that they're, they're, they're a poser. They're a pretender, but if they end up 12-0 and and win their conference title game, which would probably be Kansas State, they're going to be in the playoffs. You know, they're not going to tell a 13-0 and team you're not going to the playoffs. I can't imagine that, in spite of the fact that you accurately pointed out they played a lot of close games, a lot of games at one score difference, you know, and many of them near the end of the game. Hey, we remind you to listening to Sports Takes with Trey Blossman and myself, Tommy Chrysan. Before we get out of here, Trey, you got some comments on the NBA and a contest that was allegedly held this past Monday night in New Orleans. Well, Tommy, as you and any of our listeners know, I'm a Golden State Warrior fan. I have been for a long time. I'm not a bandwagon guy. I've been watching NBA games, particularly the West Coast games, since my kids were young because I got my kids to bed and then I watched a basketball game. And a lot of that time has been spent watching the Golden State Warriors. From a fan's perspective of the Warriors, I'm embarrassed for their organization after what they pulled on Monday night. Uh, 
They got a great win. Their first road win of the year Sunday night in Houston. Uh, Clay Thompson, who's been struggling, really went off in that game and scored 41 points. So the next night, the Warriors decide to sit Clay, which they've been doing in the second of back-to-backs. I think Clay probably wanted to play. He said, damn, I had 41 points last night. Let me play. But not only do they sit Clay Thompson, they sit Steph Curry, who had 31 points on Sunday night. They sit Wiggins and Draymond Green. Four of their five starters sat out, and Kevon Looney didn't play a whole lot of minutes. Uh, they basically forfeited the game. Uh, poor Jordan Poole was out there trying to do what he could, but uh, it, it was just a lot of youngsters playing against a really good Pelicans team, and I think they lost by 35 or 40 points. But the, the NBA needs to address this, Tommy. What if your kid was a Steph Curry fan and you bought tickets six months ago to go see uh, this game, and then you get there and you find out Steph Curry is not playing? You know, yeah, that, well, and first off, the, the NBA says they care about fans, but they don't. But you're right. They got to address this. They, if they got to get rid of the back-to-back games on the road, like Golden State had one Sunday night in Houston. Granted, they jump on a plane and 45 minutes later they're in New Orleans for back-to-back. They got to stop that. I mean, you got to. I mean, I know scheduling in arenas can get difficult, but hey, figure it out. You know, and uh, this load management stuff, resting guys, and it happens, in, and it's happening in November. I get it, resting a guy with two weeks to go in the season, and you know you're in the playoffs, and it may not change your playoff spot. But you make the point. What if some guy or some family back in August saw this schedule and said, "Hey, let's let's save up our money and pluck down some bucks and go to the game that night." And then you do all of that, you get there, and they basically put the JV team out there. So and they've done cool. they've done this twice already, Tommy. We're not even twenty games into the season; they've done it twice. Right. So the NBA's got to address it on behalf of all teams, not just Golden State, and figure out a way to prevent that. Now, the NBA is never going to tell a coach or a team owner that they got to play somebody, but you make the schedule where they're not going to do what Golden State did this past Monday night. It's a black eye on the NBA and on Golden State. Hey, the Pelicans get a 40-point-plus victory. They'll take it, no question about it. But, you know, and then here's the other. What if, what if two Pelican guys get hurt, you know, when they're up by 30 because the other team's doing load management? Is that fair? You know, so I'm right, like, hey. Right, right. You're right. The NBA's got to address it. We'll see if they do. All right, Tommy, Clay, let, me, let, me, let me just throw this out there, okay? Carl Malone played 18 seasons for the Utah Jazz. In 10 of those 18 seasons, he played all 82 regular season games. Well, they don't make players like they used to in any sport. All right, Trey, we'll do some picks Friday afternoon for the folks on the weekend uh, because tomorrow we'll all be busy. But we'll do some picks Friday afternoon. Anthony Gallo will be back next week with some picks. He's away from the microphone. So we'll uh, you and I, I'll throw my three picks in on the tail end of yours Friday. We'll, we'll do a time probably somewhere around 2, 3 o'clock, 3.30, something like that, uh, where we'll drop that episode. Uh, Trey, appreciate it. You have a wonderful day tomorrow, and we'll talk Friday.